Welcome back, Ute fans. This week's catch-up with Utah head lacrosse coach Brian Holman as we wrap up the bye week here. Brian, since last we chatted before you left uh, to Bellarmine, some huge, huge, huge news came out for your program. Um, you guys are going to have a home starting in 2022 as a, uh, an affiliate member in the A Sun. Talk us through the efforts and what that means, and ultimately how you know how incredible that is for your program. Yeah, yeah, you you hit, you, you got the words. It's incredible. Um, it, it it really is a game changer for us, John. Like you know, I don't think people realize that you know a we were an independent and. You know the 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 chances of an independent um, getting into any type of playoff scenario is literally it's almost virtually nil. Um, and and I use this example. You know Johns Hopkins University is one of the greatest programs of all time in our sport. Um, they chose to not be an independent. Uh, I'm not sure how many years ago to get to, to take a shot to get into the Big Ten. I mean there you talk about one of the best programs of all time. Saw the writing on the wall as an independent. And now they're in the Big Ten. So, so for us, it, it means a lot of things. It, it, it clearly gives us a path. Um, it allows our, our, our guys, our student athletes, you know, you know uh, a chance to participate in a conference tournament, to win a conference championship, to, to eventually hopefully get into the NCAA championship. So, so you know, their eyes uh, kind of widened uh, when we talked about this. And, and um you know, it helps me with scheduling. You know, we're guaranteed X amount of home games per year, which is always a plus. That's all. That's been a big challenge. Um, and then, uh, you know, it really is going to help with recruiting, John, because, you know, we've lost some kids that really wanted to come to Utah and play for our staff and, and be a part of this university that are playing at some high-end schools right now. Um, and their only response to me is, Coach, I want to come play for you, but, you know, how are we going to get into the playoffs? Like, how can I compete for a championship? And I couldn't tell them anything. And so, you know, when you look at all those things, it, it really should elevate our program um, and take us up to the next level. Um, and and that's what, what that's what's so exciting. I mean, it literally changes the face of our program. And uh, I just couldn't be happier and more proud of all the people that put the work into this. It just it was, and it happened really really fast. I've been working on it since the day I got out here. I didn't see a lot of light at the end of the tunnel, uh, and I was really worried that this may never happen. Um, and then, bang! And within a month, six weeks' time, this thing got all put together and and consummated. So um, it's awesome. Are you kind of led into my next question? But um, how how did that process go? Was it you know you talked about you started it when you got here, and then it kind of just went super fast at the end. Um, just walk us through you know the process of that's for fans that you know don't really get to know or see that yeah I, I mean I wish I could take credit for it but I can't um, I think I think the persistence that we had uh, to keep knocking on doors definitely helped um, but but you know is uh, try to you know narrow it down for you as quick as possible we, we were we, we I made it I made inquiries and, and I pressed every single conference that I felt that we that we could play in you know the Big East Conference has Denver in it and they took a vote and we got shut out of that and um, you know I, I, I really wanted us to, to target more of the Big Ten and the ACC because we're a power five school we look more like those schools and I would I would relish the, that level of competition that's the highest level pretty much in the country and you know we had no traction there the ACC took a vote uh, 
about a month or two ago and, and, and we got nothing there and Big Ten really never really responded to us and and then the Southern Conference had an opening with Furman's program being dropped, and I felt really good. I spent a lot of time in the summer kind of soliciting votes, as you would say, from coaches and, and, and pleading our case, like, why, why shouldn't we be in that conference? And, and I felt like we had really, really good traction in the Southern Conference, but, but they, they took a vote, and you know we weren't one of the teams that they wanted in. And then ironically, what happened was, um, from what I've heard, and I don't, I, 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 you know, I'm pretty sure this is true, but I can't confirm it a thousand percent. We were the only independent school that 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 the coaches didn't take into the SoCon, so we would have been the only independent school left uh, if the SoCon completed their vote. But what happened was that the the presidents of the SoCon and or, or the head of the SoCon didn't want to add more teams, so what the coaches wanted and what, what the president of the league wanted conflicted. Uh, and then I think some of their uh, coaches in the SOCON was like, well, why, why aren't we you know, trying to bring some more of these teams in? And, and lo and behold, Ted Gumpert, the commissioner of the ASON, I got a, a wind of the problem. And he was the original person that put the SOCON together in their current agreement. And he just didn't think it was fair. Ted, Ted's a huge advocate of, of of sports that don't have homes, teams that don't have homes being able to play for championships. He started, uh, I don't know how the acronym right, you, you, you'll, you'll probably know it, but, but there's a, a conference that houses beach volleyball and some swimming and it's made up of teams from, you know, ACC and Southeast Conference and all over the place. And he grabbed a hold of this thing and man, next thing you know, we're, we're on conference calls and, and, and he's, he's driving the train and, and that's, really how it, it unfolded and then, then thank goodness for Mark Arlen and Scott Cole our, our administrators they they were all on board and they took a vote um, about I guess two weeks ago and uh, and that's how it all came about so really fascinating the yep. whole process yeah I think that's a it's a great insight for you know fans that don't get to see the, the process this this process doesn't happen often no in general no you're right and I, and I think that's what makes it so unique is how hard it seemed to be and then how quick it got done. And, you know, I got a lot of faith, John, you know that. And uh, I think the good Lord was, was, was looking out for us and we got a lot of prayers answered. So, yeah. Um, stick to this topic a little bit. Um, what was your reaction when you, when you found out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just that. I just thanked the good Lord and, and it was emotional. Um, you know, it's and again, um, it's not about us. It's 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 about it's about the kids and it's about the future of our sport. And you know, that's that's why we're out here. We're out here, you know, to to build this program up to be a national power and to give our kids an opportunity to to play in a in an NCAA tournament or a conference tournament. And then, you know, a great a greater good of why we're out here is 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 you know, creating more teams to, to, to look at a chance to develop a men's lacrosse program. And, you know, what I kept running up against when, when I would talk to other schools about starting men's lacrosse is they was like, yeah, it sounds great. We get it. We see the benefits, but what, what conference are you playing in? You know, and that's, that was always the stumbling block. Now, you know, I can say we, we found a way to get this done, not just we, but a lot of people. And, you know the door, the creep, the doors cracked open a little wider for for growth in our sport, and that makes me really, really happy. Um, so, 
just really emotional and, and really excited for the future. And, 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 and I think you're going to see two things. I think you're going to see our program grow exponentially. And I think you're going to see other programs look to add men's lacrosse because now there, there is a way they can get into a conference and, and if, they're, if they're not part of one already. So it's awesome. You talked a little bit about growing the game. You know, a couple of your assistants, or all of your assistants, got to play in Salt Lake City uh, for the uh, Professional Cross League here. Yeah. Um, you know, how how did they react when, when you told them about this? It, it, the same thing, because, man, you know, I, I, I've let this be known, but but, but those guys are, are they're, they're as invested in this program. We, we all came out here for the same reason, and we've all dug our heels in, and we committed when we first came out here to be here for five years, and at the end of five years, we'll see, because, as you know, know, like there were no promises that we'd even have this program, right? So, um, but the but the thing is that Mark and Will and Adam, they truly love our sport, and it, it comes right out of their heart. And uh, so they were as emotional and as excited and and happy as I was because you know hard work pays off. I tell that to our team all the time. And you may not see the rewards right away, but if you keep digging, you know, eventually the, 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 that, 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 that rock, you're going to splinter that thing. And, and I think this was a great message to our team too, that we didn't give up and we didn't lose hope. Um, and that's what I, I want our guys to accept, you know, exude when they play is just keep playing, man. Just keep playing, make the next play and just have faith in the process. And so all those things kind of came together and that's, you know, that's beyond me to be able to explain that, but man, I couldn't be more proud to be with those guys, and, and they were really, really happy. So, you know, we talked about everyone's reactions. How was the team's reaction? Yeah, found out? <laughs> a lot of hooting and hollering. Um, you know, we don't, we, we never, we never, we, we never talked about it that much, like with them. Like it wasn't a point of emphasis, like, oh, we got to get into a conference, we got to get, it. because I didn't want them thinking that way like well if we don't get into a conference then what are we you know and um so i didn't i didn't know what to expect from them because it wasn't something that we hardly ever ever talked about it was you know an objective but it wasn't the focal point on us developing our program so i was curious too like whether they even cared or not and and what 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 you know what i saw was just what I expected. They were they were excited as heck about the prospects of of now being able to compete for a championship. Um, but also, what I saw were guys were like, "All right, well, let's just get back to business." Like it, it, it was really interesting, and just proud of them because they, it, they didn't let that be a deterrent um, for how hard they played and, and 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 what type of team they wanted to be. You know, um, like I said a couple of times, like. You know, I felt bad for them at times. You know, we lose a couple games early in the season, and we're still flying 34,000 miles all over the country. And my guys, our guys were fighting tooth and nail every game. And I, I, I mentioned this to you, that probably my most proudest moment as a lacrosse coach is, is, is that. So we're going to keep that same mentality and that attitude, and, and we're going to have to get better now that we're, you know, in a conference, right? You know, our objective is to compete to win that thing. Um, so that's turn it up another notch, but they were happy as heck. And I just, I love seeing the smiles on their faces. I got on a zoom call with all their parents and I just love to see the reaction out of the parents because, you know, of all those kids, most of them I recruited, John, um, I told them that this was going to happen one day. And, and I said, we're not going to stop until it gets done. 
and to be able to say that we got it done and see their reactions on the on the zoom um, that, that was a blessing as well so that was cool Brian something you said you know that kind of struck me was some of those guys were super excited and some of those guys were kind of like okay cool let's continue what we're doing and get back to business like I felt I thought that that was a, something really cool yeah. or something awesome to see yeah I, I did too because it just I think it just shows and it just showed me they're they're in it for the right reasons right it, 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 they're in it because they love their team and they're in it because they want to compete and they're in it because they want to get better and you know if, if we can hold on to that and then and then add the added benefit of, of, of playing games in a conference um, I think we got something powerful there because that's what I saw out of a lot of our older guys. It was like, yep, this is awesome. Um, and I'm not talking about guys that are going to graduate. So, so guys that are going to be here next year, they're going to be able to compete in this thing. But, you know, I think, I think, I think for the most part, our guys are, are competing for the right reasons. And, and that's the level of competition, like I said. And, and, and they love their teammates. They love being around each other. So, yeah, I'm same. glad you picked up on that. All right, shifting directions now. Um, you're in your bye week. And what have you seen from your team so far during during this uh, time to regroup and kind of shore up some things? Yeah, I, I think they've done a good job. It's, 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 it, it, was a, it was purposely planned. Um, we've had requests to play a game this week. I just thought it would be great after one month um, and two games to just take, not stop, but just, just take a step back. And then we can reassess our personnel. We can reassess our schemes, what's working, what's not working, if we tweak a few things. Give them a break, all right? We just traveled to Denver and back and Louisville and back, and we still get, you know, COVID testing three times a week. And so a lot of those things, you know, little added increments of, of I don't want to say stress, but just added, right? So what I've seen is if they've enjoyed it, we've mixed practices up. We've done a lot of different things. We work more on our skill stuff and, and, and just trying to tweak some things here and there. And yesterday we had the captain's. Uh, pickup teams and we just literally had pickup scrimmage um, and you were out there for part of that and it was it was fantastic and it was a lot of energy it was exciting right um, so I, I I'm, I'm hoping that that it, it, it energizes them you know because then we got another stretch where we've got Loyola we're gonna fly to that we're gonna fly to Air Force and back we're gonna fly to Baltimore and back and then we got two home games which that I think will be another kind of reset for us right so um, but I think they've handled it great. Handled it better than me. Uh, <laughs> so as I told you, I, I'm kind of a little anxious when there's no game. So <laughs> they've been awesome, and I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the day too. So, in kind of previous weeks, we, when we talked, you know, we talked about how your team plays when they're going up against a, a team like Denver, who's num ranked number five, and how they react and kind of uh, as a, as their first game serving as a litmus, litmus test, whatnot. And then you go on and go to Bellarmine, you, you have you go up early, you, you know, they tie it back up and then your team reacts, you know, how to how how to react when they give up the lead or let the game get tied and then, you know, they, they go up big and then finally putting the finishing touches on a game. Uh, what's what's the next progression for your team? Yeah, I think it's just keep building on those things, right? Keep building on on you know, uh, lacrosse is a game of ebbs and flows, so I don't want to say how to how to build the lead and continue to, to build it because I, I you know I'm not so much worried about that. It's just can we continue to play hard and and 
and work through those runs, right? And I, it, I think it was, I think it was seven five maybe, um, in the game. Um, and they called timeout. We just got a huge goal because we we we, you know, we went two men down there. We had, you know, and I and I, I told our guys after the game. I, I liked the physicality that caused those penalties. I don't think they were cheap penalties. I think they were tough lacrosse plays. I mean, in today's world, they were penalties, but ten years, fifteen years ago, they weren't. Um, and I want our team to play hard like that. And it caused us to, to, you know, we were two men down. They scored two goals in that situation and and then we came down and we had a great possession and, and we went up I think 7-5 they called timeout and at that timeout we got brought everybody in usually we go two huddles and I just brought everybody in and I said this is a really cool period for us right now like we fought through that storm we just had a great possession scored a big goal we got them on the ropes you know what are we going to do right now well like what are we going to do and, and you know how are we going to handle this part um, and I think you know, they scored one goal from that point, and I think we, we scored five. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it was a five-to-run run from that. And I, I was really proud at that point. Uh, to me, that was a stepping stone for us to, to just keep grinding. Um, so looking forward to that, you know, it's just continuing to, to build on those things. You know, um, how, to, how, to, how do we execute our offense just a little bit sharper? Now, I think we had one or two six-on-six possession uh, goals against Denver, and I think we had six or seven, six v six possession goals against Bellarmine. Now Bellarmine's not quite as good as Denver, but it doesn't matter, right? We we progressed. You know, can we build on that? Can we continue to build on our defense? And you know, we failed to clear a couple times against Bellarmine. Just just goofy plays. You know, ball pops out of one kid's stick, and we got to get better at that, right? You know, we we, we you know so so there's always things, um, and that's. It's just a progression, and um, I don't think there's any one particular area that we just need to get all around, continue to grow as a team. All right, last question for you. Yeah. What's the biggest surprise for you about your team so far? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I think I think that there are no surprises, right? Um, you know, going into this thing with the COVID situation, you know, we were we were. You know, you don't know what's going to happen, right? Um, and I don't want to say this because I, this is something I think we've done a good job with with these guys. Is is it, this is all a mindset, man? This is all a mindset. Life's about a mindset. You know, you can choose to let COVID eat you up, or you can choose to 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 adjust your mindset and your life so you're beating COVID. And that's what I've encouraged and implored our guys to do: is not let this thing beat you, right? And so I, 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 I want to say that, that it's a surprise. We've had no negative tests, knock on wood. Um, and we've, we've traveled two away games. And we've competed our, our rear ends off. And we come back out and practice on a week off. And our guys are in great spirits. So I think no surprises are the biggest surprises sometimes. And I would have to say that. Um, but the thing I'm most proud of, John, is that I think, I think for the most part, our guys have that right mindset. You know, it doesn't mean that we're not going to get a guy sick or two or whatever. That's, that's as you know, you, you can catch this. And you can do all the right things. Right. right. But I don't think that's going to derail us at all. Um, and, and I'm really proud of that. And at this stage of the game, you know, we're 1-1, one and one, but, but we're 2-0 we're because oh, we, we got the chance to play both of these games and compete our rear ends off. 
and keep everybody healthy. So so we're we're way in the plus column. So I'm I'm really proud of our guys. Brian, thank you for your time as always. We'll catch up next week as you guys get ready for Air Force. Awesome, John. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it.